the door opens up, and you see a dwarf. He's about four and a half feet tall. He's wearing a sleeveless shirt. He's got a leather apron on, and a brown slacks and boots. He is very stout. You can see in his arms that he doesn't look muscular just from having been a blacksmith. With your kind of training and eyes, you see that there's something more to his physique. And he's physically intimidating. He has a kind of long beard that goes down to about the middle of his chest. And it's peppered with specks of white and kind of an auburn kind of glow to it. He looks up at you. Hey, can I help you? Uh, you must be Ziegel, correct? This is the Saltwater Forge, and I am Ziegel. Who are you? Uh, my name is uh, Michael. I was hoping to uh, kind of check out your wares as uh, we were waiting on a couple friends to catch up with us. Waiting on a couple friends, huh? Yeah. You should probably come inside. Oh, all right. Um, come on, Jerome. He takes one look at, at, at you, Eamon. Oh, boy. And as you walk in, you see him kind of grab a sword that he has behind the door and very quickly hold it up to you, Eamon. He shuts the door slowly. Out here in this cabin, no one will hear you scream. Now you two better get to talking. Who are you? Where did you come from? Well, we traveled from Pontine, and like I said, we just wanted to peruse your wares while we waited on a few friends. Dorothan, you and Venra hear the door open and close, and you're in the other room. I, I turn to Venra. Hey, I think those guys are here. Finally. While well, we let, let them sweat a little bit. I mean, if you want, we've waited around long enough for them. We, we can step in before it goes too far. Cutting back to Eamon and Boxen. I really don't like being lied to, especially my own house. We, we oh, did have yeah. we did have some metal that we were supposed to give you, but it was in the care of our dwarven friend. But I really wouldn't mind taking a look at your wares. Obviously, we could stand to be better equipped. I mean, as you talk, you can see he moves the sword and he flips it around to where he's holding it in a kind of a forward normal grip, whereas before he was holding it in a reverse grip. And he kind of pushes the sword up towards your throat and then pushes aside your robe so that he can see your mark. Now, don't take this the wrong way, because I can tell you're fresh off the, the bridge here, but... You must be some kind of fucking dumb to be wearing cleric's robes. I'll admit it wasn't my best decision, but things have been a little crazy since we got here. So if you could kindly take the sword away from my throat, I would appreciate it. Because things have gotten a little bit nuts. You don't say. Dorothan walk in from the other room. All right, Ziegle. You, you can let him go now. He, he's had a uh, rough time so far. Let's not traumatize him more than he's already been. You, you were here? You didn't tell him we were coming? Oh, he, he told me we were coming. 
I just wanted to see what I was working with. Both of y'all can get in the other room here. Bunch of assholes. We've been waiting for you. I was actually kind of worried about you. If I'm being honest, I was going to be leaving here to go looking for you. Harpago Forest is nowhere to be running around aimlessly. Well, more passed out in the tree <sighs> than running around. Well, we couldn't come into town after we changed, so we had to wait it out. That was actually a smart thing to do. People in town, uh, well, let's just say they're exposed to the Chosen. They know the battles that are fought between Devor and Desecra. They've seen the carnage left in their villages and their homes. Many that are all the way out here have come out here to escape much of that. So you could be, uh, be assured that they're going to sniff out any of that right away. Did you talk to anyone on your way here? Yeah, did we, Jerome? Sorry, Michael. We were looking for the forge, and so we asked for directions. Where? We went to the arrow and flask. Who'd you talk to there? Um, the proprietor, and then there was this elf priest lady that noticed the robes. You guys weren't stupid enough to still wear your robes in there. Look, okay... It was a bad choice. I put the robes on so I could hide my claws, but we ended up waiting it out anyway, and I forgot to take the robes off. So can we cut some slack here? At least they didn't know our names. I swear to God, this is why I like animals more than people. All right, children. This woman, who was she? Didn't catch her name, but I do remember her face. And then I'll shape change and show him what I saw, what I can remember. Oh, well, that's a neat trick. Yeah, that's a non. A non merde. Oh, she definitely well. knows we're chosen. Yeah, she probably has a hunch. Good for you. She's not one of the bad ones. But she probably called you dumb for being dumb, did she? Yeah, a little bit. Let me tell you this, you, you you all need to lay low today. We're going to come up with uh, a couple new names for you that's better than Jerome. I said before we left that this was a bad idea. Anyway, uh, my name It would have been worse. I don't well, know. what did you come up with? Well, Rorik, of course. Really? Rorik, son? I'm Rorik, Dora. Dorthinson. Well, that's not easy to figure out. Nope. We're all gonna die, aren't we? Yes. Probably. We're all gonna die. Anyway, come here and sit down. Got some tea. I've got some food. We need to have a little chat. You have somewhere I can change first? Yeah. My room is right over there. And he points to a place in the back of his cabin. Don't touch anything or I'll cut you in half. I'm assuming Eamon goes back and changes. Yeah. Yeah. He waits for you to come back out and you sit down uh -huh. and everyone is collected at the table. 
He pours some tea for everybody. He's got some fresh bread, some type of jam. Well, all right. You have surmised by now that my name is Zeagle, Zeagle Earthtoe. I am the one and only blacksmith here in Harpagia. I'm also a member of the Avoco, as I have been made recently aware that you four are. Very new members. Is there something funny to you, Fork and Dumberson? No, I'm good. I'm good. Just checking. I've been over on this rock for a long time. It's not a pretty place to be. I can imagine you're all going through a lot right now. But while you're here, you need to keep your heads down. You need to keep away from anyone that looks important. People are going to be looking for you. Devor and secret don't take kindly to losing their pets. I can't imagine so. Especially that, uh, Delpho princess under Devor. Oh, Delpho's a piece of work. He may look and sound dumber than a box of rocks, but you be careful of that one. He's got cunning you wouldn't expect. I've seen him do some pretty devastating things. Anyway, I heard from Matthias you're supposed to be bringing me a stone of some sort or metal of some sort. Who's got it? That would be me. May I have that, please? Yes, sir. And I'll uh, pull the chunk of metal out of my pack and hand it out to him. Well, would you look at this? Beautiful. You can see him kind of put it in a, a pouch on his belt. I've spent most of my life smithing like you do. And I've never seen type of metal like that. What is it? Well, most people around here would call it a star metal. Because it looks like the night sky all lit up. What it really is, is a metal you can only get up in the mountains. Very rare. And it's got a interesting property about it. According to Matthias, if I use this in the core of a sword, that sword will do a bit more damage to those of the nation of Bedic. Given that that's our biggest threat, that's going to be my mission. It's going to take me a while to make this thing. But still, I appreciate you for delivering it. You, uh, know somewhere that we can lay low I don't want to impose and bring more risk to you than we need to well I would say that you could stay in the inn but you already fucked that up I don't mean to be harsh I'm just a plain spoken kind of dwarf before I got here I was mostly healing people so I have no idea what I'm doing when it comes to subtlety well that much is clear at least you've got self-awareness. I can appreciate that. Listen, Arpagia is a nice place. Like I said, it's a place where people like to get away. If you keep your head down and you don't bother nobody, then people can leave you alone. If you go flaunting around priestly robes, making you stand out like a sore thumb, well, then you're going to get some attention. That's not me criticizing you. That's just me letting you know. Now that you changed, you look good, inconspicuous. That said, you're still going to want to avoid the inn. 
I'll allow you to stay here. There's enough space to shack up the four of you. And the longer we keep you out of sight, the better. No doubt they already got people looking for you. Now, who wants to tell me what happened in Pontine? Well, what what exactly are you wanting to know about what happened? Because a lot happened. All I heard from Matthias was that you were coming with a nice little parcel for me. In that, well, shit hit the fan in Pontim, and the people would be looking for you. I want to know what happened in Pontim, so I know who has a better idea might be looking for you. I I don't know how much Matthias would want us telling, but the basis of what happened is Delpho and Zolta got into a bit of a tuffle. More like a bloodbath. Yeah. A huge fight broke out. We got the hell out of there. And we don't really know anything that happened after that. Well, that is most disturbing. I, I, I can't, I can't believe it. Delpho and Zolta, really. It was mostly Delpho's fault. We did hear that Delpho ran off with Zorinda, didn't he? Eamon, Siegel's going to look at you with a new intensity, his eyes wider, almost turning savage. You can see bits of darkness starting to pool behind his eyes, almost like the veins that are feeding into his eyes are beginning to turn black. Well, we don't know who all made it out of there alive. You heard that he made off with Zorinda? Uh, yeah. Damn it. I'm gonna kill that fucking man. What's Zorinda to you? None of your fucking business. I mean, won't, won't they be against us too? If, uh, unless Zorinda is actually part of the, the Voco too. No, Zorinda's not part of the Evoco, but I am a child of Desecra. Well. I know Zorinda and Zolta personally. I know Zorinda a bit more personally, and that's all I'm going to say. He would have taken her to Vada by now. Damn it. Well, Matthias already knows about this, so I would assume that if there was something to be done, he's working on it. Uh, I certainly hope so. Although Matthias isn't necessarily concerned with inner squabblings between Devor and Desecra. And he certainly wouldn't be concerned if one of their children decided to do something of this nature. Never you mind. I'll figure out a way to deal with it once we get you situated. And you see, throughout this conversation, as he's talking about it, Eamon, his eyes are of going back and forth between these deep black pits and normal. You can even see his nails begin to blacken in color and then recede as he slowly seems to calm down. My job is to keep you safe and to continue to work with you to 
make you fit to serve the Evoco. We're going to lay low today, if possible. And then tomorrow, you're going to be introduced to the mayor of this town. And we're going to see if we can get you some work. Can we trust the mayor? I would assume so if he's going to introduce us. Well, Freether is... I wouldn't necessarily call him trustworthy, but he is the mayor. Arpagia is essentially a vassal town of Pontim. We supply them with Arpago wood and some other goods. Our tools, my tools, are second to none in all the mainland, and I stick by that. So they like to use them for farming, for building, for fighting. I also serve some of the other territories. I try and keep my nose out of the squabblings of Devorn de Secra, but that's about all I can do. The mayor, he's beholden to Pontim. Doesn't mean he can't be persuaded to look the other way on certain issues, as he's not a chosen and also has known what it's like to be at the mercy of these conflicts. Well, it's just odd because you told us to avoid talking to anybody important and now we're going to go meet the mayor. You're going with me. That's different than you running around on your own, run your mouths. If you say so. I do, or I wouldn't open my mouth. Anyway, trying to be hospitable here. As he pours more tea in everyone's cup. Dorothy will take a sip of his tea. Really, all I want to know is, uh, I want some smithing tips from you. Because I thought my stuff was pretty damn good. Your stuff might even be better than mine. Well, son, I know my stuff's better than yours. I've been on the mainland for 78 years. So I've had some time under my belt. What town did you come from? Firar. All the smithing, shoeing, that was me. Earthos were a proud people. Proud clan. I'm assuming you're from Armad. Yes, sir. Well, they do do some good work at Armad. I'll give you that. But what they don't know is how to really work the metal. Refine the metal. Make it harder. More flexible. Cut better. They just know how to mold it. And that's a fine skill. It really is. But when you learn the inner properties of the metal, when you can work it like clay, you're not going to find a finer metal anywhere. Well, I definitely love to learn some tips and tricks from you because uh, I I help to change a lot of the ways things are done by incorporating magic and helping build molds and stuff. So if there's any way that I could learn how to uh, apply that to metal, that would be extremely helpful. Maybe there's a couple things we could learn from each other then. I learned how to work steel through sure force of will. I bend it till it won't break, and then I bend it some more. But anyway, there'll be time for that. Anyone else burning questions? Would we be able to purchase or work off the ability to take some of these incredible weapons. I was admiring your arrows and your bows. 
I think we could arrange something. Evoco do help each other after all. I think the uh, most pressing thing on my mind is how I can learn to control this change like you do. Well, I saw it starting to come over you and you held it back. I haven't been able to do that so far. That's because you're new. And again, mean no offense by it. You learn to control your emotions. And when you do, you master the impulse of the change. That doesn't mean you master the change. But that's where you can start. If you feel yourself getting out of control emotionally, you can rest assured that change is going to force its way out of you. That's step one. So focus on that now. Breathing helps a good bit. Alright, if there's nothing else, I'm going to need to get to my duties for the day. I did have one more question. Shoot. You said that this metal, if you incorporate it into the weapons, they'll do damage to anyone of the Nation of Vedic? Yeah. How are they different than us? That's a good question. I'm not quite sure. Could be the difference of the gifts. I mean, hell. I still don't understand the whole concept of Aetherborn to begin with. I mean, Matthias, he's, well, he's the ruler, but he doesn't have a specific uh, gift that he passes on to anyone. It's only Devor and Desikra. It's very confusing. Especially considering it doesn't seem like they have to do anything to pass. Right. Again, you're chosen, and I think that's a bit of a misnomer in my years being over here. Seems my more ex- like a curse so far. <laughs> Well, that's about right, isn't it? Come over here from a lovely life of just good, honest labor to being thrust into the service of a lord or lady that's looking for basically the destruction of the other. I will say in my time and service to Desecra, there's at least a bit more to her side can vouch for Devoured all, but at least a secret tries to do right by her. Her lands. It's not even necessarily a thing of what would feel good or bad. It's. I think she maintains those towns because. Well, precisely because they're hers. She factors them in to her calculations, makes sure that they're taken care of. And makes it a point of uh, personal pride if any of these cities or villages comes under attack. And you hear a pounding at the door. Seagull? Seagull, are you home? Seagull! Oh, hell. Who's this pounding on my fucking door? Ziegle, I, I need your help. You're you're the you're the only one, Ziegle. Please. Yeah, just calm down, calm down. What do you need? It's my husband, my son. We, we, they're missing. You know what happens to missing people, Ziegle. I, I know what happens to missing people, Ziegle. I, I, I need your help. Please, would you please? You're the only one I know that doesn't fear going into the woods beyond the lavender. Please. Oh, now, hell. Kind of collects himself as he's holding the door. All right, El. All right. 
Alright, I'll go, I'll go find him. <sighs> Shit. Where was he supposed to be? Why would he have gone away? That that's just a tickle. I don't I don't know. He he was he was in my bed asleep and woke up and he wasn't there. Well, damn it, woman, how do you know he didn't just go and do his job this morning? Look, I thought that, okay? I thought that, but all of their tools are still at home. He never leaves home without his axe. Yeah, I suppose you're right. That's a bit peculiar. Any idea where he might have gone? No. I don't, I don't know. Sarah's looking for her husband, too. I, please, you help us? Yeah, but we're going to need some reinforcements. I'll take along my interns. Oh, thank, thank you, Siegel. Hey, you, you run home now, Al. We'll take care of it. When I find him, I'll bring him home. Thank you. Thank you, Siegel. I, I knew I came to the right place. Thank you. Yeah, thank me when I find his ass. Go. Nirm shut the door. Well, change of plans. We got our first job. Up and at them. We gotta find some missing persons. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Maledictum. If you enjoyed, please like, rate, or subscribe wherever it is that you listen. If you'd like more, please check out our Patreon. We have behind-the-scenes content and cutting-room floor clips that are guaranteed to put a smile on your face. In addition, we'd like to thank our chosen tier and up patrons, Mimi and Hasrus. You guys make this show possible, and I appreciate you very, very much. We'll catch you guys next week. Bye-bye!